Welcome to Hope-Filled Conversations, where we explore the truths and hope found in God's Word. Welcome back to Hope-Filled Conversations. I'm Jody, And I'm Carolyn. And we're so excited to be back. Yes. As, uh, if you've been tracking with us, you know we did not uh, publish anything new in the month of October. Hoping that you guys would have time to kind of get caught up in some of the series that you might have been uh, um, backlogged on a little bit. So <laughs> we had a lot of Hebrews to cover. We did. So. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, Carolyn and I, needed a little bit of a break ourselves <laughs> because we dived deep into uh, these studies preparing for you. So yeah. we're excited to be back. We are. We're so excited about the future and about mm-hmm. these upcoming episodes. These are going to be some special episodes. I'm just so excited for them. But then yeah. we'll jump in in the new year, too, into a new series. So we're, we're just excited about what's to come. Yeah, we've been mapping things out yeah. and um, thinking of you guys in the process of this and how we can best serve you. So, yeah. But thinking about um, as this is coming out here in November, obviously, we, want, we naturally tend to think here in the U.S. about gratitude and being mm-hmm. having a thankful heart. Yeah. And there's a couple of things that I'm grateful for today. And, and thinking about our listeners here, I'm personally grateful uh, for our faithful listeners to join mm-hmm. us here on Hopefield Conversations uh, as we all grow together in God's Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also very grateful for my church family here at Inglewood Baptist Church. They have continued to love uh, my family well since mm-hmm. the day that we arrived. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't take that lightly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm grateful also for how God continues to pursue me just to know him better and love him more. Mm-hmm. And through preparing in um, these episodes and bringing a word, uh, it really has ministered to me. I'm just grateful for the opportunity because it holds me accountable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. So there's so much to be thankful for. It's hard I to know, compile. Right? right. <laughs> yes. But the first one that came to mind is just um, my family and my role as a wife and a mom and a sister and a daughter. I'm just thankful for those roles. They're each different and they're each uh, unique and they're each challenging sometimes. But I am thankful that the Lord's placed me where he has. So um, I'm also thankful for God's loving kindness. And especially in this particular season for our family of this extended waiting period time, we have just seen God's loving kindness just carry us through. And so that really stood out to me when I was thinking about thankfulness. I am just so thankful for his constant care and his love and kindness towards us. And then also our church family. That that was one of that my thoughts that came yeah. to mind. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a gift to have a group of believers who are really like family, who pray for one another, who support one another, encourage and challenge and all the things that a church family is supposed to do. Um I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for where we are. I know a lot of people don't have that in their lives, That's and I'm right. thankful for yeah. where we are. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I love that we both had that. Yeah. On, um, yeah. And we didn't talk about this, y'all, <laughs> no, before we, no. <laughs> we shared what we were thankful for. So that's really cool. Yeah. I kind of want to start us off on something I read um, that Nancy DeMoss wrote about gratitude. Mm-hmm. True gratitude is not an incidental ingredient in a woman's life. It's a crucial one. It's a grace-infused commitment we choose minute by minute throughout our hectic day. And as we do, we journey closer to the heart of God. I just mm-hmm. thought that was just uh-huh. so powerful. And and um, we want to continue making an effort to grow closer to the heart of God through what we do. 
Uh, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to focus this episode and the next one on six extraordinary biblical stories of gratitude. I know that's mm-hmm. a mouthful, but, you know, six extraordinary biblical stories of gratitude. And Carolyn and I both pray that as we share these stories with you, God will stir in your heart to focus on having an attitude of gratitude. I love how that just mm-hmm. always runs uh-huh. together there. Um yeah. But one thing when I was thinking also before we dive in here of what gratitude is not, it uh, doesn't look like you're happy all the time. Yeah. You know, when you have like basically you're trying to shove away your emotions and and the, the different things that you're going through. And it doesn't mean that you can't be sad. It's, yeah. it's not that what mm-hmm. uh, I heard re- someone recently say, and I thought this really um, honed it in and narrowed it in for me personally. And I wanted to share it with you guys is. Uh, it's trusting in God's sovereign care for us. It's trusting yeah. he's in control and de- and dearly loves his children. And then that overflows as peace into our lives and joy in God's grace to us, even when we experience those hard things. Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad that that quote by Nancy DeMoss, mm-hmm. that she mentioned choice, that gratitude is a choice. It yes. is a choice. It's a choice that we have to make daily. And like we'll see in our stories that we're going to cover today, we can be thankful despite the hardest circumstances in our life. So it's not meaning, <laughs> gratitude is not being happy and satisfied with our situation all the time. That's no. not what gratitude Mm-mm. is, but it is Mm-mm. a choice to trust the Lord. That's the basis of our gratitude. And I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. I'm thankful that we can have gratitude despite hardship because we know who we're trusting in and that's right. the Lord. Right. And I'll be the first to say, it's not, it's easier said than done. Absolutely. Is that, is that for you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, cause it goes back to that. It's that a discipline. Choice. It is oh, a discipline. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And discipline's not always, <laughs> when we want to discipline ourselves uh-huh. to do something, it's, it's a challenge. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a choice. It's a daily choice. Sometimes hourly. Yeah. Minute. <laughs> minute, minute by minute, minute by minute. I know, I know. Well, for um, the first three extraordinary stories we want to share with you in this episode mm-hmm. is about God's will. Uh, a second one is overcoming odds with praise, and the third one is choosing the giver over the gift from a heart of gratitude. And then we want to go ahead and encourage you um, to be uh, to subscribe if you're not already. So when the second episode comes out with the other three mm-hmm. extraordinary. Uh, one's uh, stories that you won't miss that when that comes out. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And we hope this will be an encouragement mm-hmm. as you prepare your heart for Thanksgiving and celebrating that time together with friends or family or however you do it. We pray that this will really encourage you to dive deep in the scriptures again and remember why you are thankful, why you truly have can have that gratitude despite circumstances. Right, so. right. And, and talking about diving deeper, we're going to uh, put in our show notes the scripture references. Yeah. We might not read all of those scriptures because we're not doing a deep dive in here, but we we want to um, shine a light, if you yeah. will, on uh, certain areas. For instance, God's will. Yeah. You know, we found in First uh, Thessalonians five fifteen through eighteen, and I'll go ahead and read that scripture, yeah. and then let's just jump off into a conversation about that. Okay. It reads: See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And that's how the ESV. Yeah, there's a lot in there. (laughs) I mean, I look at the words, give thanks in all circumstances. And, you know, that can be easy when we're in a really great time and we have so much going for us and just everything's working out. 
But it can be really, really hard when we're in a challenging circumstance. But that's what we're told to do. And so how do we get there? Right, you know, like right. we have to examine ourselves and examine God's word and say, like, how do we get there? If I want to be obedient to God's word, how am I going to give thanks in all circumstances? Uh, I think it yeah. still just goes back to the Lord. Like it's trusting the Lord and remembering who we are in him and who what we have because of him mm-hmm. and that we're secure despite our circumstances, no matter our circumstances. And I think that's a core foundation <clears throat> of, of faith that we can hold on to. That's the truth that we yeah. can hold on to. Absolutely. And then, you know, uh, Paul's talking to the uh, Church of Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thessalonian. I was mm-hmm. trying to think when I was writing this. Yeah, Thessalonians. Thessalonica. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> yeah. Thessalonians or Thessalonians. <laughs> well, you know, the gospel was counterculture then yeah. as, a, as a whole in, in the people. And so the Christians that were there, they were doing something counterculture to yeah. all that. And, and the, the Thessalonians mm-hmm. didn't like that. So uh, they wanted to do what they could to stifle the growth of the church. Yeah. So they harassed them and they tried to stir up um, violence and accusations and all those things. And um because of all the evil that was being done toward them was causing them to start meeting and hiding in secret, you know, mm-hmm. doing things in secret. And Paul writes this letter to the church to encourage them to un- uh, um, avoid unholiness and to remember the importance of a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And as Christ followers, um, we're, we're to live differently than the natural man, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak here. Paul tells them that retaliation is not an option for children of God and God is the one that defends us and we are called to forgive as we have been forgiven and it's that's the Mm -hmm. will of God and to have gratitude is like we were talking about just focusing right back onto that and then uh, in this Paul offers three actions to set their attitudes straight and we can glean from Mm -hmm. that as well um one is the first action that he mentions is to rejoice always. And mm-hmm. the second is to pray without ceasing. And then the last action is to give thanks in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's to imitate Christ. Yeah. I always think that God has the best plans. He does. He, he always does. has the best plans. And so when he tells us, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, think about how those things um, affect your mind and affect your attitude and can transform your mm-hmm. mind. It can take you from doom and gloom, you know, woe is me kind of feeling, even if you're going through a hard time, we all have that, you know, we can have that, but then kind of transforming our mind, um, rearranging, reorganizing our mind and saying, look, I'm going to rejoice always. I'm going to thank the Lord for what he has given Mm -hmm. me. And that can just transform our whole attitude, our whole spirit. And that's God's plan. It says, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. There's a reason that that's God's will for us because he knows what's best for us. And so, even if you are going through a really hard time, and it is a hard time to find something to be thankful for, you know, <laughs> it's hard to get our heart and mind organized like that. Um, do it. Take up that challenge. Set aside some time. Even even today, set aside some time where you can just sit and think about all the Lord has done for you, all the ways he's been gracious to you. And I think it will really transform your heart and your mind as you focus on him rather than the stuff happening around you no that's that's empowering right there and that we can get a hold of and i don't know any action that we take that doesn't first start with a thought Mm -hmm. so it it is care we've got to be careful what we we ponder on what we hold in that's right and and do so no um that's what the people had to do back then that was pretty extraordinary absolutely um 
in their circumstances. Yeah. You want to go to the second one, the second story. You want to go ahead and share? Yeah. Well, you share the title and I'm going to share his name because I think his name is awesome. No, I love it. (laughs) This, this extraordinary uh, story of gratitude is overcoming odds with praise. Yeah. And we're going to talk about King Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. And that's where my children would laugh because it's a funny name. Oh, Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Jehoshaphat. <laughs> it's quite a mouthful. It's a big name. And his story, his whole story, we're not going to read his whole story, but it's found mm-hmm. in 2 Chronicles 20. Actually, it's in a few chapters before that, too. But we're going to pick up in 2 Chronicles 20. But I want to give a little bit of a background because we might not be so familiar with Jehoshaphat. Right. He's not one of... It's not like Moses and Noah that we know really well, Jehoshaphat. So he was the king of Judah when God's people were split into two kingdoms. Um, There was the kingdom of Israel and then the kingdom of Judah. And in 2 Chronicles 17, we're told that God was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the ways of his father and of King David. So we'll remember that King David followed the Lord. Um, He made some mistakes, but he was known to follow the Lord and he pleased the Lord with his actions. And so, well, most of his actions. (laughs) Right. If you know David, he sinned just like all of us, but he repented and yeah. Anyway, he followed along in that path. So Jehoshaphat followed the Lord and his commands. And because of this, God established Jehoshaphat's kingdom. And it says in 2 Chronicles 17, 6, his heart was courageous in the ways of the Lord. I thought that was so neat. Such a good descriptor. His heart was courageous in the ways of the Lord. And he wanted God's law to be proclaimed among Judah, among among the kingdom. So he sent out men to tell people about God and his law. And the surrounding kingdoms around Judah heard this and they feared the Lord. So they didn't attack Judah. But Jehoshaphat made a mistake and he allied himself with Ahab, the other king, Mm -hmm. and went to battle, even though God's prophets warned him not to do that. Ahab was killed, but God protected Jehoshaphat. And so through that whole experience, Jehoshaphat repented, he reformed his ways, and he led his people back to the Lord. And that's kind of where we pick up in this story about gratitude and how, um, you know, just Jehoshaphat, his story and how the Lord worked on his behalf and how he was grateful for that. So yeah, it's yeah. an interesting story. <laughs> it, it, it is an interesting story because <clears throat> there was a point that um, uh, when he was walking right with the Lord, yeah. that there was a great multitude that was going to come against That's him right. in battle. That's and right. uh, at the end of the day, on um, in, in verse uh, chapter 12, 20, um, excuse me, mm-hmm. chapter 20, verse yeah. 12. Yeah. Where he says, oh, our God, we um, will you not judge them for we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Oh, I loved that. I wrote that down. Like, have you ever felt this way? Because I certainly mm-hmm. have. Oh, yeah, we don't absolutely. know what to do, Lord, but our eyes are on you. And so we have to follow that example of Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. Even back in verse three um, in second Chronicles 20, it says, then Jehoshaphat was afraid when he heard all these multitudes were coming after him. And he set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So right, right away, he knew what he needed to do. He needed to right. seek the Lord. And that's an example for us when we're, right. <laughs> we're faced right. with hard times. We don't know what to do, just like Jehoshaphat said. Right. But our eyes are going to be focused on you. That's where our hope comes from. And the beautiful thing about his story, uh, because uh, God lets them know that I'm going to fight for you. Basically, yeah. you do you do nothing. You you yes. remain steadfast, <laughs> yeah. steady, and and take your position, stand, and watch the salvation of the Lord on yes. your behalf. And that's what he does. And and something's so cool about this story is that 
and the instructions that the Lord had given him had nothing to do about praising the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing that actually um, I think was the overflow of Jehovah. Jehoshaphat yeah. was to instruct the people to do yes. that. And, and we can read um, real quick. It's, um, is it chapter 20, uh-huh. verse 21 and 22? Mm-hmm. Um, when he had consulted with the people, he pointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire. As they went out before the army and said, give thanks to the Lord for his faithfulness is everlasting. When they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of the Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so they were struck down. So in other words, when the uh, the army went out, they went out not to fight. They went out mm-hmm. boldly praising and singing. Mm-hmm. And what God did on the other side is he caused confusion amongst the enemies, yeah. and they fought and destroyed one another. Yeah, yeah. They literally just remain steadfast in right. praise yeah. the Lord. And I love that they praised the Lord before they saw those results. Yeah. They that, they did you know point. they yeah. didn't see they didn't see victory and then they were like, praise the Lord. They praised the Lord knowing that God was going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And they, they did that before they saw those results. And another thing that stood out to me in verse thirteen, um, in the instructions, it says, Meanwhile, all of Judah stood before their Lord with the little ones and their wives and their children. And so that picture of Whole families coming together to praise the Lord and whole families being focused on gratitude towards mm-hmm. the Lord. What a beautiful picture for us. Like it's right. this is not just for us. This is to get our children involved and come alongside of us and say, look what the Lord has done for our family. Let's praise him for that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that's so important because it's one thing to focus on gratitude in our own hearts and our own lives. That's right. that's important. But then. Part of discipling our children is bringing them alongside and saying, look at what the Lord has done for us. Look at how he's answered these prayers. Look at how he's been so loving and kind to us throughout this whole thing. Even if we're going through a hard time, Mm -hmm. look at what he's done. And so don't neglect that. Get them involved. Pull them alongside. Share with them things, of course, age appropriate things that, you know, Mm -hmm. you struggle with. And then share with them how the Lord answers that prayer. It's so healthy to see that. Um, as a child, because they'll grow up to be an adult and they'll learn how to know how to deal with these kinds of things yeah, and where to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I wonder if, if any of you listening are in the midst of of war, so to speak, or you're in a battle. Mm-hmm. And and is this something perhaps that you are only to stand and, and be oh. steadfast in yeah. and move yourself out of the way, wow. allowing God to move in to fight your battle for you? Yes. You know, are you at a place that I don't know what else to do, but my eyes are on you? Yeah. You know, yeah. we want to encourage you to go and and read for yourself. Um, yeah. This extraordinary story of gratitude of overcoming odds with praise. And mm-hmm. again, you can go to Second Chronicles chapter twenty, and then also into twenty five, and and just read that. It I think it would just minister to your soul. So if that's mm-hmm. where you are to do that, so yeah, yeah. it's good. That's These good are one. great stories, oh, man. It right? Is. And that one's so not uh-huh. focused on. Very no. So it's such a good, good one. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. So we're going to move on to Hannah. Mm -hmm. I love Hannah's story. You you share your title, Jody, that we uh, came up with. Choosing the giver over the gift from a heart of gratitude. And I love that. Those concepts are so important as Mm -hmm. we consider, because sometimes we're so focused on what we're going to get or how the situation's going to turn out. It's going to turn out right. Mm -hmm. But our focus really needs to be on the giver of that gift, the Lord, and trusting him. 
and trust is something that the Lord's been teaching me a lot lately, just um, surrender and knowing that he is, he's the one that answers best. He has the best plans. And so trusting him. So we see that all throughout Hannah's story, but Hannah desperately wanted a child, but God closed her womb. It says that in the Bible that God closed her womb. Yeah. And so she sought the Lord through prayer. And I think it's so interesting that God closed her womb because God will often place us or allow us to be in situations where we have to desperately cry out to him. Um, Maybe it's to get our attention. Maybe it's to grow us, to refine us, to Mm -hmm. um, make us more like him. And we might not understand the whys of our situation. It doesn't say that Hannah did. She did, mm-hmm. There was no understanding of her situation. She just could not have children. And we probably won't know a lot about the whys of our situation when we're in them, or we may never, even when we're out of them. But we know the one who's in control. And Hannah demonstrated seeing the only one who was in control through prayer. She sought him through prayer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're talking about that, um, I, it just kind of struck me. Her her prayer was, was answered in the way that she she yeah. wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our prayers are answered, but not in the way that yeah. we want them, them to be. So yeah. I'm just kind of thinking about that as, as well. But mm-hmm. when you're in that position that you're talking about, God allows us or wants us to come into that we're crying out, depending on him, yeah. we're seeking him and, and yielding all that to him. Yeah. When we're actually in that, regardless of how he answers, it's about a heart of gratitude, just knowing that we can go to a father yeah. that cares, that loves, that sees, mm-hmm. and that will help us through that. And that uh, when we release it and we use the word sometimes surrender that to yeah. him, whatever that outcome looks like, we will walk away just as Hannah did. Um, yeah just beaming with just gratitude and glory like Mm -hmm. confident god was going to answer that prayer Mm -hmm. but we can walk away with that same gratitude recognizing that our heart is about the giver not not the outcome the gift the the healing if you will or or the provision of this or um the resolution restoration or something else Mm -hmm. it's it's about the heart yeah and being right with God yeah. and with that gratitude. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. It just goes back to trusting who he is. And that's yeah. where we have to base everything. That's where we mm-hmm. have to base our gratitude. And we're going to praise the Lord because he's the Lord. He is good. That's he's right. gracious. He's, you know, no matter the answer or the solution to our circumstance, he is still the same and he is good. And what he does is good. And we have to trust him in that. So yeah. no, that's cool. I think Hannah is a really good example to, for parents too. Of, she had... Samuel, her son, but she discipled him. She poured her life into him, and then she surrendered him to ministry. And so, just leading him to Jesus, and then letting him use use him for His glory. So, right, she yeah. followed through uh, with what she she promised she the Lord. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and he knew her heart, and he knew that she she would do that. Yeah, so, no, yeah, that's good. Um, now we've got three more, but we're gonna yeah. we're gonna say that for another episode because we know our time's running short. But just to recap, Carolyn, real yeah. quick. When we choose gratitude in all circumstances, we're, we are in the will of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, we, when we choose gratitude by giving praise to God, uh, when we don't know what else to do, we will be empowered to remain steadfast. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, when we choose gratitude for uh, for God more than the blessing uh, from him, he is glorified yeah. in our relationship 
um, is solidified and more more enduring. Yeah, yeah. I want to close with the prayer from Hannah, and it's yes. recorded in First Samuel two two. It says, "There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one beside you, and there is no rock like our God." And that, I mean, that just sums it up. That's who we are praising. That's who we give thank or love and gratitude and thankfulness towards um, the Lord. There's no one like Him. He's trustworthy. We can trust him in all our circumstances. And he he's good. He's worthy to receive all the honor and praise and glory. So, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you want us to close in prayer? Yeah. Why don't you all do right. that? Lord, thank you. You are worthy. You are our good father. And you love us and care for us. And you see us and you know um, what each person that's listening right now is going through. You know the circumstances, you know um, each of the situations, and you care. And you hear us when we cry out to you, and we are so thankful for that. And so as we focus our hearts and our minds on thankfulness, um, help us to trust you. Help us to know and focus on who you are, um, that you are always in control, you never change, and you are worthy of our praise and our honor and glory and thankfulness every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Hope Filled Conversations. If today's episode was helpful to you, we hope you will subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to contact Jody or Carolyn, email them at hfc at eaglewoodbaptist.com. 